What do I define about growing up? You know what I'm saying? Like, feeling better, living better, better location. What he failed to tell you was, when you're on my time, I can reclaim it. I, he left that out, so I'm reclaiming my time. Please, you know, respond. Who are you rooting for tonight? I'm rooting for, um, everybody black. Betting on black tonight. I'm sorry for the realness. Hey, everybody. It's Whitney from WhitneyDanielle.com and NetworkAndSpill.com. And this is our final episode of 2019. And I'm really excited because if you've been rocking with me this year, this last year and a half since I started the show, just from the jump, like, thank you so much for being here. You know, I am a professional podcast fool. Like, I love listening to podcasts. And the fact that you tune in and you show up to this one means the world to me. So thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing the episodes out and for showing up online and coming to my IG lives and just really, really being supportive. And even for your reviews, obviously, I always appreciate those. So thank you for showing up. This is an important episode for all of us because I think, you know, if you work in a corporate position, you know that there's an annual review that's going to come your way that you have to report on. You know, you have to speak to what you've done this year, what you've accomplished and where you're trying to go. And I love these reviews. I think they're, you know, obviously sometimes kind of annoying depending on what corporate situation you might be in. But for some of us, they're really cool. And this I think is really cool because it's an interpersonal one. This is something that's between you and your God and whoever else you're inviting to be in on this with. Maybe it's your best friend. Maybe it's your business bestie. Maybe it's your coach or your counselor or your accountability partner. I don't know. Maybe it's your dog. It doesn't matter. This is important. So um, I recommend doing this. You can go through. So this is a document that I created. I was inspired by something I saw on Pinterest that was outdated. And so I made a new one for 2018 last year. I put it on Pinterest. It fucking went viral early 2019 this year. It went viral, even though I had posted it like in the fall, December in uh, 2018. No, 2017. Yeah, 2017. I, I posted it in 2017 in the December months. And then it went viral. No. It went viral this year, 2019. Gosh, this is when it gets weird. It, it went viral this year in Q1. And I was very surprised because, again, I had written this for 2018 and I had posted it in 2018. It was a 2018 self-reflection year-end guide. And I loved it. And it was so much fun to go through. And I did an episode on it. If you want to check it out, you can. You got to scroll a little bit far back, but it's there. And I wanted to make another one. I was like, screw it, because I want to update the questions. I want to switch some things around. I want to update the numbers, whatever, and and repost it. And then people can do it again in a different way. So if you didn't do the one last year, I recommend doing this one. If you did the one last year, I absolutely recommend you do this one because it was just, I don't know. I felt it was really cathartic and it was really inspiring in a way because even though shitty things happen throughout your year, even though you don't get what you want all the time, even though you get disappointed or you're butthurt about things, or just like shit doesn't pop off the way you wanted it to, it's really, really great to review some of that or all of that and go through why you were disappointed and why, you know, X, Y, and Z thing may have happened or what you can do, what you learned from those things and how you can take that and move into the next year, the next season of your life differently, right? Better. So that's why I love it. And it's fun. And you can do this by taking your phone and recording yourself you know, talking through some of these questions. You can write it down. I recommend writing it down by hand. You can type it if you want. That's a fun way. 
But the graphic that I made is a document that you can actually print. So you can print this bad boy out and leave it on your desk and do it over the course of a couple of weeks. Like it doesn't matter. There's no real time sensitivity here. I just like to do it before the end of that year, right? So I'm still kind of in the zone for that year. So right now we're in 2019 still. If you're listening to this in 2020, happy new year. I hope it has been amazing so far. And just think back, think back to 2019 and all the things that happened, right? Hopefully it's been not that long ago that you did some of the things you did, you accomplished some of the things that you accomplished and you dropped the ball on some of the things that you dropped the ball on. So hopefully it's still fresh in your mind is my point. So you can write this down in a journal that you've had for months. You can write this down on a legal pad or on some regular plain ass computer paper or on a sticky note. It doesn't matter. Just take a pen. You could even make this like a thing and do this with a candle and some wine or some Fanta or some water. It doesn't matter. Make it fun. Make it nice and just do it. Honestly, I really don't give a shit how you do it. I just recommend that you do because I, I really do feel like this adds value and you don't have to have a coach. You don't have to have a, um, a fancy accountability partner or anybody to, to review this with, but it does make it more fun. So if you get this, if you do put in the work and you get this done and you're like, damn, I want to talk to somebody about it. Just hit me up. <laughs> just hit me up on IG over at Whitney Danielle coaching. And I'll, I would love to see you go through this because it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, now last year I did tell you that I went through this graphic a little bit and I went through some of the questions and I gave you some of my answers just so that you could get a feel for how I did it, for how I kind of went through the process, etc. Now I did do this document myself. I created it myself and I edited it myself. I did the editing, I don't know, like two, three weeks ago. So I don't remember all of the questions fresh. This is kind of me going through it for the first time. Some of the questions I did review and I've thought about for a little bit, but most of them I haven't. So I'm going to go through, read you some of the questions, and then give you a couple of my answers so you can get a feel for this. Now I'm going to go through all 40. You know, 30 of them are for 2019, and then 10 of them are for 2020. So I recommend you do all of them, but if you're in a hurry and it's already 2020, so you can start there. But I think the reflection part is important because it gives you that energy, just, I don't know, metaphorically, it, it gives you that kind of starting point, you know, because we're really starting from there. We're not necessarily starting from scratch, even though people make it seem like new year, new me, right? You hear all this bullshit. And that's not necessarily the case. So if we go back to 2019 mentally and we think about where we've gone, what we've done, all the tools that we have in our toolbox now, I think it helps us mentally prepare for 2020. Because if your memory is like mine and it's complete and total trash, you don't remember everything. So you really have to work at going back. And when you can sit and actually journal this out, I, I feel like you you get a lot more from it because you get more of that insight from how your year your actually went um, so hopefully you have some, I don't know, mental highlighters or mental back burner places that you can say, okay, yeah, in July, I was kind of doing this or in February, I was kind of here and, or so-and-so got married or divorced on this day. So I remember where I was, or, you know what I mean? Like you have some pointers that you can look back to, but I don't know. I think it's important to go through this. So without further ado, let's get into the, uh, the graphic now. If you want to do this with me, you can. The graphic is over on WhitneyDanielle.com. If you're on Pinterest, you can do it there and you can pin it to a board. Make sure you're not just pinning it though. You're actually doing it. And um, it'll also be on Instagram, like all over the place. So check out my IG, Whitney Danielle Coaching, and you'll see it floating around over there. And make sure you share this with your friends. 
All right. So the first section, like I said, is 2019. The first question is, what three adjectives best describe this year? And again, a lot of us do words for the year, but like I'm looking for adjectives, real adjectives. Like what three adjectives would you use? Like if I asked you to give three adjectives for your ex-boyfriend or even your current spouse or your current boyfriend, or maybe your mom, or maybe your boss, you'd be able to do that, I feel. So think about your year in kind of the same context. Like what would you, what would you say? Would you say it was casual, slow, quick, shitty, amazing, thorough? (laughs) I don't know. Think about that. I love that question. Number two is rate your year from one to 10. And I did actually think about this one. So for me, I feel like I gave 2019 like a solid six. It wasn't my best year. Like maybe I would give it a seven because I ended on such a good note, but the year was rough at times. It's one of my rougher years um, for sure. Definitely rougher than last year, um, especially financially. This year I struggled a bit because I was doing my thing with my business full time for a long bit. And it was hard. It was really, 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 really hard. So that was probably my rate rating. So think about yours and definitely let me know what, what you would rate 2019 and also be able to say why, like, why, why do you give it that? Cause you have to be able to back up your answers. Number three is what are your top 10 highlights from this year? So think about that. Now there are 12 months in a year. So you could do like your highlight for each month. Like what was the highlight? What was like a great moment, etc. Or you could just do 10, but like, it could be someone so got married or I started dating somebody who wasn't a douchebag or I saved 15% or more by switching to Geico, (laughs) like any highlight. Think about that. I love that question. Number four, what are your top five disappointments from this year? Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) You got to think about this one. I didn't want to put 10 here because I want you to narrow down to five. I don't want this to be like a long drawn out, like cry fest of, oh, I didn't do that. This was a disappointment and, you know, so just five. And it could be, you know, things that you kind of wish you hadn't done maybe, or that other people hadn't done. So a disappointment can really mean anything. It even could be weather, right? Sometimes you have a disappointing season. I know one year I was in San Diego and it was, we were in a drought and it was disappointing as hell. I had people visiting and the weather was trash. So I don't know, just an idea. Number five, what emoji slash meme best describes the year that you've had? Now, I love emojis. I feel like most of us do. And I love memes and gifs. So think about this one. Now, it's not necessarily what meme or emoji did you use the most. It's what best describes this year. So for me, the emojis I use the most are probably the heart emojis and the shrug, the girl shrugging, the brown girl shrugging. That's, that's me a lot. But the one that I would probably use to describe my year would probably be the the smiley face with like the head exploding. <laughs> I don't even know if that's an ex- a smiley face that, or if it's just like a shocked face. I don't know. But the one that has like the head explosion on top, like that's me. That's, that was my 2019. It was such a mind-blowing year in like a weird way. So I learned a lot about myself, about like how I want to run my business. I... I've had issues with traffic and dealing with that, like my mind exploding, sitting on like, you know, major DC highways and just dealing with different people just, you know, makes it a little cray cray. So that was probably my best emoji. So think about that in your memes as well. Um, Number six, 
If you could do it over again, what would you redo in 2019 and why? Now, this is a really important question because I feel like the the redos are always important because you end up learning a lot. Like, what would you redo? Maybe there were some conversations that you shouldn't have fucking had or some conversations that you should have had and you chose not to, right? Or you didn't set yourself up properly. It really could be anything that you would redo. For me, most of them are going to be communication related. Um, I don't know. I, things are, hindsight is always twenty twenty, so it's kind of hard, but think about it. What are some things that like were really, really, really weird that you wish you could redo? Um, and I would, I would think about that one for a little minute, for a little bit. Number seven, how are you different this year versus last year? I love this one. So last year, I had a completely different life. I was on the go. I was traveling literally for nine months. Actually, like 10, 10 months last year, I was traveling a lot. Even after I got laid off slash fired, I was traveling a lot. And it was, it was exhausting. I mean, I had a great time. I explored. I had a lot of fun. I think last year, I went to San Jose slash San Francisco for the first time like out of the airport. It was great. Um, so for me, last year was definitely a, a very high movement year. Is high movement a word? Word combo? Whatever. I was on the go. So yeah, I was uh, moving and grooving last year. This year was way different. I was kind of like doing the very fucking opposite. I was stationary and stagnant in a not cute way. So last year was way different. Number eight says, what are your, what are you super proud of that you accomplished this year? And I know you guys have something and it really could be showing up for yourself, showing up for someone else as they go through something that's really, you know, important and legendary in their lives. But think about what you're most proud of accomplishing. I know I'm proud of myself for getting through the year, even though it was super shitty. There were times where I was really low and I was really sad that things weren't going my way. I was disappointed with myself, with just like the way things were unfolding and not unfolding, you know? And so it could be something super simple or it could be something amazing. Like you graduated or you wrote your book or you launched your show or you, any, anything, it could be anything amazing that you did that you're proud of. So that is number eight. Number nine is what was the most challenging part of this year and how did you deal with it? So again, like I had to learn how to balance my business and I struggled with that. And I realized that I can't do it by myself. So I had to go back to the drawing board and figure out what the fuck am I going to do with myself and my business and how am I going to make this work? And what am I going to do to support myself? Because there are things that I need like health insurance and like semi-steady income and I want to pay down things and I want to start saving for things. So that was something that I really struggled with was business stuff. Now it could be your health. Maybe you were diagnosed with something or you were about to be diagnosed with something if you didn't get your shit together and you had to deal with the health challenge. It could be a relationship challenge, you know, something crazy happened in your relationships or maybe you lost someone. Anything challenging, think about that, reflect on that. This is important work. And even though it can be hard, I don't recommend skipping it. So that's number nine. Number 10 is which person has made the biggest impact in your life this year and why? It could be a person that you've never met. Oprah, Gail, Beyonce, who's just been really, really, really pivotal to your life, right? And has made an, it has helped you make an impact. And it could be an author of a book. It could be somebody on a podcast show. It could be somebody on TV, a news anchor, honestly, a musician. It could be anybody. So think about that person and write them down. Number 11 is top songs 
and most listened to tracks according to Spotify this year. What are they? Now, for me, you know, Spotify will tell you who your top people are. And I think this year for me, it was Sabrina Claudio and Tyler, the creator, and I think ASAP Rocky, ASAP Mob. Those are probably my top three, if I remember correctly. And I had a lot of other folks in the mix, but those were some of my tops. So yeah, who, who are your top musicians? You guys see I post music on Instagram regularly, right? I've posted a lot of Cajunata lately. I posted a lot of uh, Childish Gambino and just, I mean, you name it, all kinds of songs I play. So think about that. Number 12, what was the nicest thing someone did to you or for you this year? I love this question. What was the nicest thing someone did for you this year? Yeah, think about that. I love it. I think we have a lot of people that do nice things for us, but it's important to think about it. Number 13, what do you deserve a pat on the back for managing to get through in 2019? Ha, and this could be something similar to what you're most proud of accomplishing, but I don't know. I feel like this could be a little bit more petty. Dealing with your in-laws during the holidays, you can, you can absolutely deserve to get a pat on the back for dealing with that. Um, it could be like dealing with all the traffic you've been dealing with or the people at your job that are just fucking difficult. It could be, it could be anything, anything challenging, dealing with your taxes when they're really hard this year or saving up to get out of your apartment because you fucking hate it. What did you do this year that <laughs> you deserve a pat on the back for? Next up is number 14. What purchase turned out to be the best buy ever? Ah, this one's hard because I feel like one of the best purchases I made was getting these AirPods that I have. I adore them. This is a great question. I I bought a lot of stuff for Black Friday this year and I got some face stuff. I got some makeup. I got some tools for that, like new brushes and just cotton balls and all the things that I need. And I felt like that was such a solid purchase. Um, I got a new coat that I'm obsessed with for winter because, you know, I hate being cold and I hate being on the East Coast for winter, but at least where I'm at in the kind of northeastern, mid-eastern, whatever area. And it's cold, but I got the cutest jacket that just like found me. And yeah, it was one of my, my best purchases, but I know I've made a ton of other really good purchases, but yeah, probably some tickets to some events, I would say, or some great purchases, but think about it. Number 15, list some things you did or places you went for the first time ever this year. Hmm. I went to Mindspace this year. That's where that conference I went to was, the Behold Her conference. Such a beautiful venue. It was actually in the same building as the Washington Post, which was so, so cool. I felt very trendy being in there. They had a freaking Peloton in the gym on the first floor. They had a Compass Coffee, which I adore, on the first floor. Like, it was amazing. So I went there. Uh, I don't know if I traveled anywhere new this year, but I also can't remember. So, yeah, you got to write this stuff down kind of as it happens throughout the year, and we'll talk about that later. Um, okay, so next one is number 16, the funniest meme or funniest moment that still has you cracking up. There are so many memes that still have me cracking up. There's so many, and really, it's become TikToks at this point. There's a lot of TikToks that I've watched. I don't know if you guys are into TikTok, but let me tell you, this shit is amazing, and I have a great time watching TikTok, but there are some really good TikToks. There's one where she's like, mind your business, and she says it like 18 times in different parts of her house, and the shit makes me laugh every single time. Um, there's a ton of videos that I think are just really well done and really fucking funny. So yeah, you have to go through my, my TikTok fave list to see those. Um, number 17, what slash who 
were some of your biggest distractions? Ooh, mm. I probably say myself and like procrastination is a huge distraction. You know, I would procrastinate by just distracting myself doing random shit, you know, scrolling where I didn't need to be scrolling, focusing on tasks that weren't high priorities and just avoiding like the elephant in the room. That was a huge distractor. So I would say I probably was and like fear probably was and like all of the little mindless tasks that I would give myself to avoid doing what I really needed to be doing and the work that I really needed to be kind of digging at and shoveling away at. So that's me. Um, Yeah. Netflix is probably also a distractor at times or just like TV in general. So yeah. And then all my friends who have other shit going on and aren't entrepreneurs who are always trying to get me to do shit that I really don't have time to do. So yeah. Distractors. All right. Number 18. How was your birthday or your favorite holiday or both? How was it? I had a really good birthday. I went to San Diego, so I had a great time. I got sick as hell on my birthday, but I had a great time. So, and I really enjoyed my San Diego trip. So, yeah, my birthday was good. My favorite holiday is 4th of July, and I spent it in, wait, this year? Oh, yeah, this year I was in Virginia. I kept thinking of last year. Last year I was in Jacksonville, Tallahassee, whatever. I was in Florida with my friend. But this year I was in Virginia, and I went to this really cool place, actually in the boonies. And it wasn't that far, and my friend Amanda hooked up this whole, like, she made a ton of like snacks and just treats and it was raining and I was pissed, but it was so nice. And when the fireworks started, we were so close. We had a great spot under the trees and we were, I have never been that close. It was so close. You could see the ambers, like the black soot or whatever coming from the sky. It was crazy. I had so much fun. So that's my favorite holiday, 4th of July, even though 4th of July is kind of a scam for, you know, most people, but it's fine. Number 19, what was the best compliment you received this year? I mean, I don't want to sound contrite. Is that the right word to use here? I don't know. But I feel like there were some compliments that really meant a lot to me that I received this year. And, you know, one of them was that, you know, an event that I put on was successful. Hearing somebody say it so that I didn't have to argue with myself all night about whether it was or it wasn't and what other people thought, that was really helpful for me. Um, people talking about my show, I had someone comment a voice, like specialist slash therapist. She gave me compliments on my voice and just how I speak and whatnot. I got a really nice email from a recent podcast guest and she was just so floored with how the episode went when she went back and listened to it that she sent me this email and I was just like, Oh my God. And I almost screenshot it and sent it out to my family. Cause I was like, look at this. And I've gotten some comments like that from people as well. And it's just like, it's the biggest compliment when someone is like, you're doing the right thing. Like, this is important. This work is like all you, like you're killing it. Like that shit really, it really gets to me. So yeah, those are probably some of my biggest compliments. Uh, Number 20, what new things did you discover about yourself? Mm, Think about that one. That's a fun one. I would love if you guys shared some of these with me because this is a fun one. I feel like this year... I learned a lot about myself and, um, I learned a lot about how I want to be, you know, I was dating a lot this year and my sister conned me into going onto Tinder. And so that was wild. I would say I learned a lot about like what I want from someone I'm dating and just like the kind of person that I'm looking for. I learned a lot about that. And so that was really important for me this year. And, um, learning that I need a team to do my business and to do the work that I'm trying to do. 
Like that was wild. Like learning that and being like, I can't really be a solopreneur because I can't do it alone. It was a big smack in the face. So yeah, that was number 20. 21, your favorite place that you visited this year. Favorite place. I went to DC a few times. Always have fun there. Um, yeah, think about it. Your favorite place. I went to San Diego too. You know, I love San Diego. It's like my happy place. I went to Balboa Park. I actually went to San Diego twice this year. Oh, wait. No, that's a new place I went this year. I had never been to Santa Ana, I don't think. I had a great time. We went to a drag show. We had a ball in uh, Southern California or wherever the fuck we were. It was so much fun. So, yeah, that was a new place. See, I go a new place every year, but, you know, I just be forgetting. And I also go to a lot of restaurants, a a lot of new, like, restaurants and bars and you know, facilities and just different places. I went to some new massage places, et cetera. But as far as like a physical geographic location in the country, yeah. Uh, I think the graduation I went to was somewhere in Irvine, I think it was, and near Santa Ana. And I went to Santa Ana to party. So yeah. Um, but yeah, favorite place I visited, absolutely San Diego, hands down. And then going like and playing tourist in DC with my sister Elise, for sure. Favorite place. Number 22, your top show on Netflix your favorite audible book or podcast or magazine, like your top. What are you really listening to a lot? Think about that. I think it's important to reflect on these because it makes a difference for, at least in my opinion, I think it makes a difference. So if I know I'm predominantly listening to, you know, true crime podcasts or uh, money podcasts, and it shows you kind of where my head's at. Now I did listen to a, a ton of true crime, but I definitely have a balance. So, and it's a healthy balance. So yeah, a favorite show on Netflix, I'd probably would say... I love, I love, okay, well, they're not really on Netflix, but they kind of are. So Schitt's Creek, definitely like one of my number one shows. I love Schitt's Creek. I love Queen Sugar. I love Greenleaf and Grey's Anatomy and A Million Little Things and Shameless. And I think I watched MILF this year a lot. I think that was this year. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of shows that I love. So those are some of my top, my top ones. And, you know, there's a lot of nice YouTube, or sorry, yeah, Netflix stuff that's out. That's been really cool. Like Dear White People and, um, ooh, what's the one with uh, the chick? Is it Nola, darling? I think that's her name. I really liked that show. So there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of good shows on Netflix that I love. Number 23, what new skills did you learn? Did you unlearn anything? Ooh, I learned how to do audiograms. I don't know if you guys know about those, but those are like the little videos that you can put text to. Yeah, I made those. I learned how to use that tool. I was very apprehensive, but I did it. Also, right now I'm recording on a new tool called Hindenburg. And then like last week I used a new tool called Squadcast to record my episode with Havinus. So that was kind of cool. Um, I'm always learning new shit because technology is cool, but that's just me. So let me know. What skills did you learn? Did you learn a new trade? Maybe you learned how to crochet. Last year I learned how to crochet. It was really fun. So think about that. Um yeah, it's important. New skills are important. It could even be a new language. So, and if you unlearn something, I think that's important too, right? And that could be almost anything as well. Number 24, who was your ride or die this year? Your go-to person. Now I actually had a go-to person and then I kind of dropped them. So I became my go-to person and my ride or die, which I think was really important for me and on my journey. And then I met somebody who I really adore. So who's like my new bestie. So yeah. Who is your ride or die person? I think it's important. And maybe they did change. Maybe you shifted from one person to the next. I don't know. Number 25, what and who are you most thankful for having in 2019? Yes. 
That's a great question. I'm not going to answer it because I want you to think about it, but I want you to think about all of them, but definitely think about what and whom you were most thankful for this year. Number 26, what was your most used app slash device? So was it your Kindle? Was it your Alexa? Was it your happy lamp? Was it your YouTube? Was it your, I don't know, Facebook? Tell me, what is your favorite top used app? I think that's important too. And you can check that now with Apple. I don't know if you can do it with Android, but you can definitely check it with Apple. So look into that and those stats. Um, And you can also see like what your daily consumption is on the phone as well and kind of track that. I think that gives you good insight onto how you're spending your time. Number 28, what's your most memorable day and why? Your most memorable day. The way to start that thought process is if it doesn't come automatically is to think about the time where you feel like you smiled the most and you felt the most joy. Because I know when I smile a lot, my face hurts. And then I remember myself saying, oh my gosh, my face hurts. I would probably say my birthday and my sister's wedding. Vanessa, her wedding was pretty memorable this year. So think about it. Number 29, anything surprise or shock you this year? Hmm. Well, I think Donald Trump has surprised us all. Not necessarily in a surprising way. (laughs) But he has absolutely indeed surprised us and shocked us all. Over and over and over and over again. I think this country really shocks me. Um, Yeah, quite a bit, regularly. So there's that. Um, But it could also be something, you know, about yourself. So, you know, maybe you surprised yourself with how much you can really learn and how much information you can attain and retain. And maybe your speaking ability at work or stepping up to the plate, you just kind of surprised yourself in the best way with how you handled situations at work or in your business or whatever. Give yourself those fucking kudos, please, because no one else necessarily will. So I think it's important to do that. Number 30, top five lessons learned in 2019. So this is different from your accomplishments because these are lessons. These are things that like you had to really ponder And when you pondered them, you were like, yo, this is important for me as a person to know and to understand. And now that I do, I can move forward as a better, you know, well-rounded person. So I definitely recommend going through your lessons. And now we're on to the 2020 section. What? 2020. This is all stuff to do and to think about to prepare for the next year. Or if you're in it, what's going on right now? What you want to see this year, right? Because we're still in Q1, hopefully, if you're listening to this in 2020. Number one, what is your word slash mood slash theme for 2020? A lot of people like to have a word. My word is fearless. My word is consistency. Whatever your word is, have it, own it, and do it. You could have a mood. You could have a theme. This could be the theme where you're just cleansing. You're detoxing. You're getting your. You're getting rid of all the shit that you don't need. Uh, you're relearning, you're unlearning. What is what is 2020 looking like for you? What is the theme or the mood for 2020? Think about it. Very, very important. I haven't even gotten there yet to think about really what I want my word or what I want my mood to be, but I know for a fact that there's going to be a huge shift for me in my business in 2020, and it's going to, you know, with my team and how I do that, and I'm really fucking excited. So yeah, think about that word, think about that theme, think about that mood. The number two question is, who slash what is it, is your muse going to be in the new year? Who's going to be your muse? Who are you going to look up to? Who are you going to have in your radar? Who's somebody's 
that somebody's photo, maybe their book inspires the shit out of you to keep you propelling and moving forward. Who's that person? Is it Maya Angelou? Is it Beyonce? Is it Shakira? Is it JLo? Who are you looking for? Is it Venus and Serena? Um, I want you to think about who your muse is going to be. It could be an artist. It could be a musician, right? Anybody. And think about how what they do or how they do what they do inspires you to do what you want to do, how you want to do it. Number three is what is something you would love to overcome in 2020? Something you would love to overcome. You've been dealing with it. You dealt with it in 2019. Maybe you dealt with it for 2018, 2017, 2016, but that you really want to overcome. What is it? Is it a weird mindset belief around money? Is it that you won't find the right person? Is that your current person isn't you know, there for you? What are you trying to overcome? What thoughts are you trying to get rid of? What are you trying to move from? Etc. Think about that. Very, very, very important because if you don't think about it now, you'll be thinking about the same shit at the end of 2020. And that's not the goal here. So that's number three. Number four is what is something you want to do more of or less of in the new year? Right? Maybe more meditation, more yoga, more journaling, more writing, more hanging out with good friends, more being around people that feel like sunshine and not like a pain in the ass. Um, <laughs> things that you want to stay away from in 2020, right? Could be negativity and gossip. Maybe you want to curse less. That's not my goal. Uh, maybe you want to exercise more and eat a little bit healthier and eat less crap, whatever. Think about it, write it down. These are all really, really great starter ideas. Number five is what is a huge super goal you want to accomplish in 2020 that low key makes you nervous as hell? I love this one. <laughs> What is the super goal? So my super goal is to completely stop doing all of my full-time gigs, right? Contract contract work and like contractual government cybersecurity shit and just do my business full-time. That is my super crazy ultimate makes me nervous as hell goal, right? And I want to do that in the middle of the year. So really high goal, but I'm here for it. So here we are. Number six, how do you plan on making this year a year to remember? anything unique or to make it better? Like, what are you looking to make this year 2020 like? <sighs> I, I want to say there has to be more travel for me. And I also think that when we talk about making 2020 different or better, I think planning and understanding the fact that, you know, taking the lessons from 2019 and really learning from them, right? So learning now that I know that I can't do my business alone, now that I know that I'm capable of attracting somebody who isn't a piece of shit into my life romantically, I can move differently in 2020. So all of that shit is what I take into account. All of it. Important, important, important. So that's where I'm looking at you know, making sure I'm planning. I'm using these apps called Trello and Asana and I'm going into Google and I'm organizing and taking the things I learned from corporate and putting it into my business. So all of those things are things that I'm doing in 2020. So the whole way that I move about my business is going to be differently. The whole way I conduct business, the way I do marketing, the way I use my time, the way I structure things, how I communicate with folks, all of that shit has changed. My time management skills have had to drastically improve. And I'm talking, they drastically improve every quarter because they have to, right? And the professionalism is, is something I'm really aiming for. So that's, for me, that's a really, really big part of how I'm going to make 2020 better is learning from all the fuck-ups of 2019 and all the things that I know are not sustainable and that I just don't want to do, right? And then doing the things that I, I do need to do and I do want to do. Number seven, what do you want to have the money to be able to afford or to buy in 2020? Mm, I want to pay off all my credit card debt. That's my total, like, 2020 financial goal. 
but I would love to have the money to buy a new mattress. I'm talking like a super fucking fancy one, maybe like one of the sleep number ones, but like I want a big one. Like I want a queen or king. Sorry, not a queen. I want a king size bed. Maybe I just want a big bed that does like all the things. So that's kind of what I want to do. One thing I want to be able to buy in 2020. Um, number eight, what, who, no, who do you want to spend more time with in 2020? Mm-hmm. I want to spend more time with myself in meditation, bro. That is my goal. I spend a lot of time with my friends and family. I really do. But I got to sit. I got to sit by myself because that shit is something I have craved a lot this year. And I crave it a lot regularly. So alone time and meditation is for sure what I'm, what I'm looking for. Number nine, what skills do you want to learn, improve, or master? Hmm. Running a business, bro. Yeah, marketing, for sure. Those are the two things for sure that I'm absolutely here for in 2020. I want to know what yours are. What is it you're trying to do? Are you trying to launch a podcast or trying to write a book? Are you trying to start a series or do some kind of a fundraiser? What are you trying to do in 2020? Like, I'm very, 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 very curious. Um, also, because when you put it out there, I think it helps the ball move a little bit faster. And I feel like, too, you also get the right people that kind of pull into your circle. So that's number nine. And number 10 are your top travel destination goals. Where are you trying to go? Um, yeah, you know what I will say? Another thing that I'd like to be able to afford is a trip, like one of those yoga retreats and like Tulum or some random fucking place. I'd love to do that. Um, I'd love to do that. And I also have some trips planned for my birthday in January. I want to go to Palm Springs and I want to go to, cause I love Palm Springs and I want to go to Mexico and to wine country there, maybe in Ensenada. Um, so yeah, I've got a bunch of places and that's just here. I want to go to Barcelona for sure. Cause I was going to go there for my birthday, but the weather was kind of whack. So I was like, meh, I'm going to go later in the summer. Um, but yeah, Barcelona for sure is on the list. And then like Europe. So yeah, there's a lot of places in, in Spain specifically that I want to go to. Um, but yeah, just thinking for 2020, yeah, for sure. Probably Mexico, uh, Palm Springs, and maybe some other places in the U.S., and then Barcelona and Europe. So yeah, I'll be busy. But yeah, guys, those are the 40 questions. And I think it's funny because we're actually at 40 minutes almost. So thank you so much for staying and listening to this and going through it. I hope I gave you some ideas. I hope I gave you some inspiration and you've learned a little bit about me in the process and what I'm focusing on and what I'm excited about and what I want to do, where I want to go, how I want to go there, et cetera, for 2020. Again, if you're listening to this and it's already 2020, thank you so much for being part of my 2020 Roll Dogs. You will be able to say that you were with me from the beginning of the year if you're new. And yeah, please share this with your friends. It's so much fun to do this with other people. And even though this is very personal exercise, it's still great, great fun. At least I think it is. So that's all I have. If you have any questions, you need help, you want to talk, you want to discuss, hit me up, Whitney at WhitneyDanielle.com. That's my personal email address. Make sure you're following me on social media, Whitney Danielle Coaching and at Network and Spill. And yeah, thank you so much for this. Thank you so, so much. Make sure you leave a five-star review because I would love to start off 2020 with a ton of reviews, you know? because it helps people find me. And um, if you have anything else that you need, please feel free to reach out. All right, guys, have a great new year. Thank you so much for sticking around. Cheers. Cheers.